If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Welcome to Commando On Demand, Insider Edition, your fast-paced weekly update straight from Kim's desk to your ears. Now, let's start off here with This Is Not The Kim Commando Show. The three-hour Kim Commando radio show is available as a podcast. It's a ton of great information and news from the digital world, and that's available at GetKim.com. That's GetKim.com. But we've got lots for you here today. First off, we're going to start off, if uh, you've ever heard the calls on the show, or maybe you even have somebody you want a little background information on, maybe somebody in your family. We had a, a mom a while back who couldn't find her daughter and wanted to just know where she was and if she was alive. Today, Kim talks to an expert on finding people and doing background checks. So maybe you're dating and you want to know about that person that you're dating. Rich Robertson is a private investigator, and Kim talked to him in just a few moments, as a matter of fact. Also, Netflix just ain't what it used to be. Netflix uh, kind of been getting old, and maybe there's movies on there that you don't know about. So today, we've got the four secret Netflix hacks that you need to know about to get the right movies available for you. Then we hear from Portland, Oregon. Josh Cohen is a 3D imagery expert. Now, Josh helps jurors solve crimes with his 3D imagery. Kim talks to Josh today as well on Commando On Demand. Plus, if you love taking photos and you got lots of photos and you love editing photos, but Photoshop is way too expensive, we got some free alternatives to Photoshop you're going to love. Plus, speaking of solving crimes, how Google Maps solved the case of the missing man. Also coming up this week's trivia question, as you know, spam emails can be a real pain. And if you don't have a good filter, you may be getting tens, even hundreds of spam emails every day. But how did we get to this point? It's actually been going on quite a bit longer than you might think. What year was the first spam email sent? Was it 1997, 1954, 1978, or 1985? We'll have that answer coming up on Commando On Demand. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. In addition to checking out reports of missing persons and establishing their whereabouts, we also handle reports of found persons. This includes children, old people, amnesiacs, and dead bodies. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I digress. I got off the rails just a little bit there. Uh, Sorry about that. This isn't quite as melodramatic as Dragnet is, but we're still going to help you find missing persons or maybe just do some background checks. Here's Kim with this week's Commando On Demand in-depth interview. 
From investigative journalist to a top-notch private investigator, my next guest was in print and broadcast journalism for 28 years before he became a state-licensed private investigator back in the year 2000. Now he's the go-to guy in the PI community, and he's joining me here on the Kim Commando Show today to share how he's using tech to help conduct investigations and take down the bad guys. So please help me welcome to the show my good friend, founder and owner of R3 Investigations, Rich Robertson. Hey, Rich, thanks for being with us. Let's start at the beginning. How has PI work changed since the whole onslaught of the Internet? Well, the PI business has changed just like everybody else. When I first started in journalism uh, many moons ago, uh, I was writing my news stories on a manual typewriter. And so every time I turn around, there's another change that we adapt to on how we work. And so what is the most common request you get nowadays? Is it still spouses looking for spouses that are messing around? Well, I don't do those. You know, we we do criminal defense. We do corporate internal investigations. We do all kinds of uh, uh, civil investigations, things like that. So give me an example of a recent case where you were astounded about how much information was available online and how you pulled it all together. Oh, wow. Um, Every single case has some kind of online component. I was looking for a a woman in a a case where she was a key witness and she was um, an exotic dancer. Uh, (laughs) So she was on her... her, uh, social media under a pseudonym and we didn't actually know her real name Uh, but we figured out what her pseudonym was and we found an instagram and on there uh, she'd had a car accident and she took video with her camera around the car to show the damage and talk about what happened well she panned right past her license plate oh wow and so once i had a license plate uh, i was able to run that and Everything fell into place. I knew exactly who she was, and, and I was able to find her. Are there certain sites that you use in particular or certain tools that you use that, that would necessarily not necessarily be available to the end person, but because you're a certified PI that you can use those tools? Yeah, there's, there's quite a number of them, actually. We have to, uh, uh, for lack of a better term, there's skip tracing kind of databases out there that aggregate data from lots of different sources. Those we have to subscribe to. We have to uh, show our investigator license. We're subject to audit. We have to document uh, each time we use it as to what case we're using it for. Frankly, the what we call open source, uh, the, the social media, uh, just Googling, uh, it's it's amazing how much information is, is actually out there uh, just that's available to anybody else. The difference is, of course, uh, we know how to look for it a little deeper than most most folks do. Well, and that becomes a real talent because, as you know, you can go to any of these people's search sites and it's like they kind of it's like a bait and switch. It's like, oh, yeah, we found that person. But now you have to pay us forty nine ninety nine to do a background check or to find out what a valid address is or anything like that. And there are so many people that are trying to find other people for some reason. Oh, yeah. Well, and and I caution people about the use of those sites because the information that's on there uh, is is old. So now, is there any way to truly be anonymous online? That's a question that I get asked on the show a lot. Don't go online. (laughs) You know, it's 
it's hard. You know, everybody wants to know everything about everybody else, but I don't want anybody to know anything about me. Every time there's a mass shooting or a, or a school bus driver molests a kid or something like that, uh, there's this outcry about why didn't we know that this person was going to do this? And, and they said, well, we do background checks on everybody and we fingerprint them. And it creates this false sense of security out there about uh, people's backgrounds and what's actually available and what it means and, and the level of the backgrounds. You know, it, just doing somebody's fingerprints just tells you they've never been arrested. That doesn't mean they're not doing it. They've never been caught or that they're not going to do it in the That's future. That's true. So what case are you most proud of? Some of them are some of the little ones. I mean, we've, we've gotten people who have been wrongly accused, uh, exonerated. You know, there was like a little small one where a guy was arrested. It's kind of as it goes to your technology question. Uh, police body cameras is kind of one of the, uh, the new technologies that has become useful for investigations. Uh, in this case, uh, he was charged with assaulting a police officer, and, uh, and he was – uh, claiming that it was uh, bogus, that, that it didn't happen the way that the law enforcement uh, contended it did. Uh, we got the body camera videos from about a half a dozen different officers who were there at the scene. And I started watching them, and we realized as that there was this one individual kept showing up in there, approaching some of these police officers saying, hey, you, you, you got it wrong, you know, let me tell you. And they kept shooing him away. So his name never appeared in a police report as a witness, but it was clear he had some information and he was had a security guard emblem on his oh, wow. shirt. So we just took a screenshot and went up into the bar district where this happened in Scottsdale and and started and we figured out who he was. And he told us and gave us testimony about what actually happened. And as a result, the state dropped the charges against our client. If it had not been for those police body camera videos, we would never have known that there was a witness out there who was never talked to. Well, Rich, thank you so much for joining us. And we're going to put a link over to your website at commando.com so that everybody can check it out and, and learn more about what you're doing. Because, you know, the techniques that we use today have definitely changed in so many ways because of the Internet. And it's exciting to see how technology is shaping up the way that law enforcement handles investigating criminal and civil cases too. And, you know, I'm always saying that knowledge is power. And if you're hungry for more tech know-how, hey, sign up for my newsletters. Just click on the link over at commando.com that says get my free newsletters and then you'll always be in the know. And just ahead, Joshua Cohen, who is a 3D imagery expert. And Kim talks to him about how he's solving crimes across the nation. At least his 3D imaging is solving crimes across the nation. And up next, eh, Netflix ain't what it used to be. Let's face it. It's been around for a while and there's a lot on there that maybe you don't know about. So we come up with four secret tips that allows you to get the very most out of Netflix. And that's next on Commando On Demand. All right. So one of the big topics over on the website this past week, it was big trending content, is some free alternatives to Adobe Photoshop. That's right. Who wants to buy that if you don't have to? I mean, plus it has that huge learning curve. So if you're looking for some free alternatives... Of course, Photoshop is still king, but you've got things like GIMP that's packed with essential tools. And then you have online image editors like Sumo Paint 2.0 and Pixlr. Again, full of features that you'd only expect to find in Photoshop. I'm talking about brushes, line tools, filters, borders, just about anything you need. 
It's actually used to design graphics for like presentations, branding. Uh, if you do any type of social media, it's fabulous for that or blogs. Check out commando.com. We put together a list of free Photoshop alternatives, pros and cons. There's even a way to get one version of Photoshop that won't cost a thing. And again, it's all on our website at commando.com. That's K-O-M-A-N-D-O.com. Looking for love but scared to jump into the world of online dating? In her latest ebook, Seven Steps to Online Dating Success, Kim walks you through getting the most out of online dating safely. Get advice you can trust. Search Kim Commando on your Kindle and grab a copy today. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Welcome back to Commando On Demand. Netflix has been around forever. Of course, they started in the 90s by renting out DVDs, mail-order DVDs, and revolutionized streaming video. Netflix is a lot of competition, of course, these days. You've got Hulu and Roku and everything else you. And if you're getting a little bit bored with the platform, we've got some ways for secrets that you can use to get more out of Netflix. We'll start with number one, use special browser extensions. If you watch Netflix on your laptop or computer, there's several Chrome extensions that you can use to streamline Netflix functions. If you're not sure what an extension is, these are just programs that help you customize your browsing experience. In this case, using streaming video. And to find them, just go to chrome.google.com and search for extension by name. The first extension is called No Netflix Originals. Not everyone is a big fan of Netflix Originals, so they want to see the movies and TV series that have already circulated. The Chrome extension removes all Netflix Originals from your home screen, which clears up space to see what else Netflix has on deck. Uh, One word of caution here, though, is the explosion of streaming services is taking a big bite out of Netflix offerings. So soon it's going to lose friends, all Marvel, Star Wars and DC films, just to name a few. As a result, Netflix is now offering more foreign movies and TV shows and original content. At some point, the no Netflix originals extension may leave you with a kind of slim pickings, quite honestly. A Super Netflix is another extension. It allows you to pick the quality of video streaming rather than using Netflix default settings. Why would you want to use lower quality? Well, you can use less bandwidth on your Wi-Fi network or data on your phone that way. And you don't slow down the other devices in your home. And you don't have to worry about buying extra data from your carrier. Uh, The next extension is Never Ending Netflix. With this extension, you can automatically play the next episode of whatever series you're binge-watching, skip title sequences, and search more than 3,000 genres. Best of all, you can disable that Are You Still Watching prompt, so the series will continue to play until it runs out of episodes or you hit pause. Our second tip here is new discoveries with category codes. Netflix has 14,000 programs that you can watch from their main browser. As if that weren't enough options, there's even more that you might not know about. 
I'm talking about secret menus and codes. The downside to codes is that you can't access them through your TV. You have to use a computer, laptop, tablet, or smartphone browser. Next tip is create multiple profiles based on your tastes. Many times you look at your recommendations and wonder whether Netflix knows your tastes at all. Most people, of course, like more than a handful of genres, actors, and directors, which is why some of these recommendations seem limited or maybe a little bit off base. This may seem like extra effort, but others haven't commandeered all your profiles. You can create new profiles that reflect your likes. One profile could be for, say, action, adventure, or horror films, or whatever you decide. Our next tip is play Real Good Roulette. This is a pretty cool extension. Real Good Roulette is a website that is also an app for iPhones. Better still, through a free subscription, you can add all your streaming services and networks and spin the wheel on all of them or just one. Go crazy and turn off all the filters and see what you get, or you can really be in the mood for something that you want to see and the works of a certain actor or even a certain director. You can use those filters and then spin the wheel to see what's available that you might want to watch. And besides being fun, it can help you decide what to watch. Also, if you don't want to play roulette, the site is a one-stop place to see what's on your services what's leaving, and what's new. And finally, this site doesn't tie you to any one device. No matter how you prefer to watch your TVs and movies, Real Good Roulette actually is a very helpful resource to have around. Okay, so one last tip. I know we had we promised four. Here's one more. With all the video streaming options out there, if you're struggling to find all the worthwhile content you want to watch, you need to use specialized search sites to find out what's new and popular on the various streaming services from Netflix to Amazon and beyond. And best of all, you can see where your favorite movie or show is available for free before you buy it on another service. And what service does Kim love? Well, there's a service called Just Watch. It's an app, and you just put in which services you have, for example, Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime. And then once you have those services in there, just watch is going to tell you where your favorite movies are or if you're looking for a specific movie you can do a search it's really a pretty cool service called just watch just ahead kim talks to joshua cohen he is the founder of technology that helps solve crimes and mysteries across america using 3d technology next on commando on demand google maps is primarily what people use for navigation Now, there's street view, there's satellite imagery. But in late August, someone who was checking out a neighborhood in Wellington, Florida with Google Maps noticed something in a pond behind a number of houses. And it looked like a submerged car. Now, neighbors were made aware they called law enforcement. And yes, there was indeed a car in the water based on its exterior. It had been there a really long time. When the car was removed, they found skeletal remains inside. The body was later identified as a 40-year-old man who was last seen leaving a nearby nightclub back in 1997 when the pond had already been built, but the subdivision was under construction. Now, according to charlieproject.org, the car had been plainly visible on Google satellite video since 2007, but no one noticed until now. Want tech DIY videos from people you trust? Go on over to the Kim Commando YouTube channel and you'll see why Kim's America's top digital expert. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a video. Just go to youtube.com slash Kim Commando Show. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. 
But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC. It's Commando On Demand, where we get a little bit deeper into topics that we just can't do on the radio show. And we also talk to some of the most influential people in technology, the innovators that shape the future and trailblazers who challenge and inspire us to do amazing things. Josh Cohen is the founder of Fat Pencil Studios, who uses 3D software to sketch up 3D designs. And you're going to meet him right now. Here's Kim. Virtual reality has advanced far beyond those bulky headsets and bad tech. Now it's used for everything from selling real estate to treating PTSD. And joining me on the Kim Commando Show today is Joshua Cohen. And we're so blessed that he's here. He's the founder of Fat Pencil Studios, along with his team, a pretty talented visual experts. They're combining VR with other tech to create an experience that they call extended reality. And they're using it to help attorneys build better cases and solve crimes and welcome, Joshua. Tell me about how you used VR to solve a drug bust that I read about online. Well, thanks so much, Kim. I really appreciate the opportunity to join you and your audience. And, um, you know, we, we've had a number of cases where we're able to use virtual reality. I think the, the one that you're talking about was a case in which uh, there was a shooting that occurred uh, after a, a drug deal gone bad and an attempt to collect on a debt. And uh, there was a witness that um, was reporting to the, uh, you know, to the authorities that he had seen the uh, defendant in the case square off and uh, shoot the, the, uh, the one of the residents in the house in cold blood. And so that was their basis for going and pursuing an aggravated murder charge, which is a capital case that could uh, um, carry the death penalty in the uh, state of Oregon, where I'm from. And, uh, you know, in this case, some of the elements of the story about seeing this didn't really add up with the defense team. And so we used uh, a 3D modeling program called SketchUp to simulate what that witness could have seen from their position uh, in the living room. And it was clear that while they certainly saw the um, uh, altercation that led up to the shooting, there was no way they could have seen down the hallway where the actual shooting occurred. And so by using VR, you can build the scene and actually walk people through to say whether or not that, that could actually even be possible by using SketchUp? Right. So SketchUp is a 3D modeling program, and uh, we use um, the best material we can get in any case to uh, take accurate measurements of the scene. And in this case, we did have a, a laser scan that was collected at the scene. So uh, the first step for us is, you know, using that information to build an accurate 3D model. And then um, we can actually bring that into uh, a virtual reality environment. We just started using a, a tool called The Wild, which is a company here in, in Portland, Oregon, that also allows uh, virtual reality and collaboration inside those virtual spaces. So, um, it, you know, in this case, we can see not just what might have been able to happen, but also put on a, a headset and, and really feel what it was like to sit in that chair in the living room and how far you would have to lean forward to actually see down the hallway 
And um, in, in this case, it wasn't as clear. It wasn't possible to see at the end of that hallway. You know what? That's really amazing. And so now when you bring us into the courtroom, do you have to supply the VR headsets? So there haven't been many cases where they've actually had headsets coming into the courtroom. And I think that it's probably going to be a long time and possibly it may never be the case where you'd have every single juror wearing a, a VR headset. Uh, however, I think in the, in the near, near term, there may be some cases where it would make a lot of sense to bring in, let's say, four headsets and let each of the jurors take turns visiting the scene of a crime or a crash and, and seeing with their own eyes what it would what it feels like to be in that location. That's, uh, I think, a capability that will be likely used in the courtroom soon. So now, did you start up using this Google tool SketchUp by saying, yes, I can use this to visualize crime scenes and help attorneys in cases and litigations? I mean, was this like an, something that you just woke up with, like an epiphany one day? No, not exactly. Uh, I actually have a background in civil engineering and architecture. So the, work, the first work I was doing after getting the architecture degree was with real estate developers and, and doing uh, renderings of buildings and helping them visualize what was possible on different sites. And then when the recession hit around the end of 2007, that work completely went away. So in my um, sort of poking around at other things that we could use these tools for, I had an opportunity to work with a colleague who was an expert witness in an eminent domain case, which is a, it's condemnation when the government takes property from a private party. And um, through the work that we did in that case, we, had an op- we met up with some folks in the Portland City Attorney's Office and, and talk to them about what we could do with a different civil rights case that they were working on, a wrongful death case. And that's where it really dawned on me how we could use these tools to dramatically improve the uh, opportunities for collaboration and, and understanding of what was, was going on and what could be seen at different, from different perspectives of a, of, a, of a location. That is just, you know, this is just so amazing to me that you took a, a tool kind of off the shelf, so to speak, and then combined it and personalized it and customized it for your use. The bus driver was fascinating to me. Is that mirror really in the bus driver's way, yes or no? Tell us about that case. Well, this is a a case, uh, and and I I will say we've worked on several bus cases. The first one we worked on was in Portland, uh, a tragic case where a a TriMet bus um, uh, collided with five people in a crosswalk that were crossing with the, the green signal. Uh, but the bus driver was taking a left turn and just didn't see them. And I think, you know, one thing that really became clear as we developed the 3D model for that case is that the blind spot that's created by the combination of the side mirror and the A pillar on the left side, uh, for that driver who was short, that blind spot was about uh, obscured nearly 20 feet of crosswalk. So, it's, you know, a lot of people can get hidden in that area. And, you know, bus drivers are trained to, to move back and forth, to rock right and left, to try to clear those blind spots. And the challenge, of course, is, you know, there's, there's always room for mistakes. Uh, maybe they didn't rock quite far enough. Maybe the people were moving in such a way such that they remained in that blind spot as the driver was trying to clear it. And so this kind of collision, um, it really, uh, it happens all over the country um, many times a year. I would say, you know, once a month I hear about a uh, very bad uh, injury or fatality with a left-turning bus. And so uh, we, we are trying to use these tools, not only to help uh, in particular cases to, to look at what really happened. Is it a blind spot or just driver error? But also to raise awareness that this is a problem that exists with mm-hmm. transit buses all over the country. 
and better design could solve it. We need to fix that. It's a big problem. So what's next for Fat Pencil? Love the name, by the way. Oh, thank you. Uh, so, so we are looking into doing more with virtual reality, including, uh, you know, how can we do a, a, you know, refine our workflow for getting laser scan scenes available as quickly as possible for teams to view inside of a virtual environment and collaborate uh, with each other. And then um, I think the, the next thing is, you know, we just need to reach out to, to more attorneys and, and other um, technical professionals and let them know, hey, you know, just because uh, design tools or something you think that a, a designer should use, and you maybe just um, you know call somebody when you're ready to go to trial. Actually, uh, these tools are really things that can be helpful very early in a case, and and so I just you know talk about that to folks and, and give them examples uh, every t- every chance I get. Well, it's really amazing again what you've created, and, and I'm so thrilled that you're doing this because. You know, somebody's recountment about something, a situation could be totally different than the reality. But by using virtual reality and technology, we can kind of say, okay, this was really what's going on. Yeah, I I couldn't agree more. Um, You know, one of the best parts of of my job is just getting to hear some of the the cases that people are working on and the the stories. Every every case that uh, comes up is a unique story. And I really enjoy uh, the, the process of coming up with ways to help tell that story effectively. Well, that's awesome. Hey, Joshua, thanks for being with us today and for sharing the way that you're using technology to make a difference in people's lives. I just love stories like this, and I know you do too, which is why you need to actually download my Commando app. It's absolutely free. Stay up to date on everything digital. Get the latest in tech, scams, security alerts, and so much more. It's free for Android at the Google Play Store or the App Store for iOS, of course. Just search for my last name. That's Commando with a K, of course. All right, hopefully you've already chosen your answer for the trivia question. Every week we present you with a question about the history of technology. And this week the question is, well, everybody knows spam is everywhere. If you don't have a good filter, you may be getting hundreds, if not thousands of spam emails every day. But how did we get to this point? It's actually been a lot longer than you think. The question is, what year was the first spam email sent? Was it 97, 1954, 78, or 1985? Well, if you guessed C, 1978, you are absolutely correct. You go to the front of the line. Email was sent to a group of 400 researchers on the West Coast as a promotion for the new DECA System 20 mainframe computer. Emails were formatted in such a way that some computers even crashed. The outrage from the Defense Communication Agency reached a level that stopped spam email like that from landing in anyone's email box for almost a decade. But it seems like it's back and it seems like it's here to stay until somebody comes up with something. At any rate, thank you so much for listening to Commando On Demand. Don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already. Click the subscribe button and you'll get this podcast on your player automatically. And here's Kim with some final thoughts. YouTube and Facebook have long been criticized for allowing terrorists and extremist content, fake news, and videos of rapes, beatings, and killings. So it comes as no surprise that they also have a drug problem, and their problem is now your problem. You see, using Google's YouTube and Facebook, it's easy to get drugs. Do a simple search for, say, steroids. You'll be quickly linked to a number of YouTube videos demonstrating how to use the drugs and usually a contact number to buy them. Not to be outdone, sellers on Facebook have set up pages as direct online marketplaces for drugs. On Instagram, hashtags such as painkillers, pain pills, and oxy reveal comments by people looking to sell illegal drugs. Parents, take note. 
Big tech moves slowly, if at all, to stop these kinds of things. So you need to talk to your kids about how dumb it is to buy illegal drugs online now. You don't want to look back someday and say, hey, I should have done that. And you can live the best digital life, and I'm always here to help you. Find your local radio station that broadcasts my show, along with more DIY how-tos and tips and videos, free news alerts delivered from me to your email address, along with the Commando community, where you can blog and ask me your tech questions on our website. And listen, if you have a topic that you'd love for us to explore and investigate, just let us know. And heck, if you have a question about something digital, I can help you with. Call 602-212-0058. Leave me your question and your contact information. That number again, 602-212-0058. I'll talk to you then. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.